0: Hello friends, this is Cliff Knight from Equippers International. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We want to lift up Jesus and provide a place for you to learn more about Him and to grow in your relationship with Him. If you find the podcast helpful, feel free to share it with others. We believe it will be a source of blessing and encouragement and you will be strengthened in your relationship with Jesus. Hello friends, welcome back to the Equippers International Podcast. We're in the book of Romans and we're in chapter 4. I'm going to read from verses 16 and 17 for this episode. For this reason, it is by faith in order that it might be in accordance with grace, so that the promise will be guaranteed to all the descendants, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, a father of many nations, I have made you. In the presence of him whom he believed, even God, who gives life to the dead and calls into being that which does not exist. Now, in our last episode, we talked about the importance of righteousness through faith and how Paul explains that if those who are of the law are heirs, then faith is made void. And we talked about the importance of the promise that God made to Abraham and how he swore by himself. And we looked at that in Hebrews chapter 6. So Paul's building on this simple truth that faith is at the foundation of the good news of God. Now this shouldn't come as any surprise. If you'll remember at the very beginning of Romans in chapter 1, Paul makes this statement that the gospel is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. And he goes on to say that in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. So the whole process is all about faith all the way through. And Paul is using specifically Abraham in the whole of chapter four to illustrate this foundational truth of faith. Now, in these verses for today's episode, Paul's going to continue in his discussion of faith. Now he's going to specifically link faith to grace. He says there in verse 16, for this reason, it is by faith in order that it might be in accordance with grace. So that the promise will be guaranteed to all the descendants, not only those who are of the law but those who are the faith of Abraham. So the first thing that Paul's doing in this verse is he's linking faith to grace. Now, he's going to pick back up on this link between faith and grace in chapter 5. It's not something new for Paul. He's already mentioned it in chapter 3. You remember that he talked about how all who have sinned have fall short of the glory of God, but it is through faith, by grace, as a gift, that God brings redemption through Christ Jesus. So it's this very foundational truth that as God provides by His grace as a gift to us, our redemption, to make us righteous in Christ, all we have to do is believe that that's the only response. It's not based on works. It's not based on the law. It's not based on any other means other than faith. So it's all made possible through and in faith so that the whole process of what God does for us in the gospel is done according to grace. It's according to the free gift that he offers in Christ Jesus. And the only response to a gift is belief is receiving that gift by faith. Now notice what Paul says in verse 16. He says not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham. Paul's beginning to bring a contrast between the Jews and the Gentiles, and he's continuing to comment on this relationship between the Jews and the Gentiles. Again, it started right back at the very beginning of the book, where he says there is no distinction to the Jew first and then to to the Greek or to the Gentile. And what Paul says here in verse 16, it's not only to those who are of the law. He doesn't mean that it's for those who are doing the law. He refers to those who are of the law as the Jews. They're the ones that identify themselves as people of the law. But Paul goes on to say that it's not only those who are of the Jews or of the law, but it's also those who are of the faith of Abraham. And I want us to notice there in verse 16, he refers to Abraham as the father of us all. What is Paul doing? He's standing in a position as a member of a bigger group, a group that's not just Jews, those who are of the law, and not just Gentiles, those who are the faith of Abraham. He's calling that group us. It's all of us who by faith have come to be a part of the seed of Abraham. Of the descendants of Abraham. We talked about that corporate group of people in the last episode, this idea of seed as being a singular group of people, all those who respond to God by faith. And so Paul is bringing it all together for those who are of the law, who respond by faith toward Christ, and those who are not of the law, those who are of the Gentiles, who respond by faith to Christ. And then he goes on to say, It is written, and he quotes from Genesis 17 again. Remember, in the previous episodes where I went into detail about Abraham's experience, and it was specifically in Genesis chapter 17 where God declared Abraham righteous, and where God then promised that Abraham would be a father of many nations. And he says that in the presence of God, Abraham believed, and he believed God, who is Able to give life to the dead and calls into being that which does not exist. Now, I want to talk about this statement a little bit before we finish the episode. This idea of God calling forth from the dead is going to be something that Paul picks up later in Romans, specifically in Romans 9, 10, and 11, and it's going to become very important as we begin to interpret Paul's understanding of the redemption of Israel. We're going to keep that until we get there. I do want to pick up on this idea of God calling into being that which does not exist. This is not a general statement about God being able to just speak things into existence. He can, he does. He did that when he created all of creation. But in context, Paul's specifically talking about the salvation of the nations outside of Israel. Those nations which God promised Abraham he would become the father of as a result of the promise given to him. Now, I want to read a couple of verses from Romans chapter 9, just to put this in context. Paul quotes from Hosea, and he says in Romans 9, 25, I call those who were not my people, my people, and her who was not beloved, beloved. And it shall be that in that place where it was said of them, they are not my people, there they shall be called sons of the living God." So here in chapter 4, Paul is beginning to specifically refer to the process by which God calls his people out of the nations. Those people that were not his people, they were outside of the initial promise of God to the children of Israel. And God says, I'm going to call other nations who are not my people. This also reminds me of the comments of Jesus in the book of John there in chapter 2. 10, that beautiful passage where Jesus talks about being the shepherd, and he says there in verse 14 of John 10, "'I am the good shepherd, and I know my own, and my own know me.'" Even as the Father knows me, I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And then in verse 16, he makes this very important and very telling statement. I have other sheep which are not of this fold. He is specifically talking about the Gentiles. When he talks about the fold, he's talking about the house of Israel. But he says, I have other sheep which are not of this fold, and I must bring them in also, and they will hear my voice. And they will become one flock with one shepherd. For this reason, the father loves me because I lay down my life so that I may take it again. So Jesus is referring to this beautiful truth that Paul is laying out for us right here in Romans 4, that God... Called a people that were not his people. It was him fulfilling his promise to Abraham. Not only would he save Abraham's seed, but he would also make him the father of many nations. So, this is a very important truth for us to understand when we look at what God has done through Christ Jesus for the salvation of all humanity. So, it's a beautiful, beautiful process to see God's work of grace calling out people to faith from all nations so that the gift of God by grace can be enjoyed by all through faith. So be strong and courageous and love Jesus more.